Happy Friday, family. Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, helping you, assisting you, and shifting your life in the big five areas, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, really obliterating legalistic and religious thinking that keeps poverty the standard operating procedure. Instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be, your inheritance is abundant. Now that's your birthright. Abundant in all five areas. We're not talking about an imbalance where you are abundant monetarily and deficient emotionally. That's not abundance. That's actually scarcity. If you want to find out more about me, you can do that at KimberlyFitton.com. You can just email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com. And if you didn't already notice the last episode, someone left me a message, said hi to me on Anchor. And there's this wonderful feature um, that allows you allows me to add it to the podcast. And so I just want you guys to know that it's not lip service. I really appreciate you all. I love meeting and hearing your stories. And it's just like really super dope. I want to give a shout out to Carrie. I won't say the last name, but thank you for sharing um, your journey with me. Carrie hit up the DMs as you can on Instagram and just like really responded to an episode a lot of you have been responding to near to the brokenhearted. Um, And I just want you to know that I fully believe in the love that is coming your way that you are surrounded by already. And that's for all of you. And I'm super, again, duper grateful to be able to share space with you. I know that it takes tons of bravery to reach out to a complete stranger um, because society has built up this. That's weird. That's, that's strange. But understand that love is what binds us. And having never met you, I still love you. Why? Because that's what I'm made out of. That's what we're made out of. That's where we come from. Love. And I wish everyone well. I love hearing your stories. Love being a part. And let's get into the 17 seconds of gratitude because gratitude gets us in the vein of great expectation. It keeps us tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the frequency of heaven. So when we are grateful for as our life is, when we are grateful as our life is, it sends this signal of trust that life is getting better. If you believe that only good can come to you, having trust becomes easier. I said easier, which I want to acknowledge the fact that trusting can be hard when we've put our hope in places that let us down, but you're not putting your hope in in a place that's going to let you down. You are the thing. You are the thing. You are God in human form manifested in the earth for such a time as this and all of your plans will succeed. That's just a biblical promise. You guys already know that everything I talk about are universal principles based off of biblical foundations. Like it's founded in biblical, sorry, universal concepts founded on biblical principles. And that's what we roll with. I do need to say this disclaimer. Um, I'm finding out I have to do it a lot so that you understand. I do not teach law of attraction, even though the glory of the Lord attracts these things to us. Yes, you are a magnet. I don't prescribe to law of attraction. Does it work? Absolutely. Powerful to disagree, 
argue with your mama, not me. It does work. It's just tedious. And I'm about working smarter and not harder. What I'm going to talk to you guys about today is definitely going to help you operate in that smarter vein and not the harder vein, but the 17 seconds of gratitude. And I got to acknowledge like the background noises that have been just like showcasing. I don't even know what that's all about, but my 17 seconds of gratitude um, is about what I heard while getting ready for work. So I like to have my windows open. It is super cold in Iowa. We probably have one of the best weeks we've had in a while. It's been like 50 degrees. It's kind of odd. Um, and then like it was a hailstorm the night prior. Um, so I can go from 50 degrees to like hail in seconds. That's Iowa where it snows in May. Um, just when you think winter is over, it says, nah, we're going to give you this little dash of snow. Go be great. And so you just learn to, you're not even surprised by it, but I have my windows up because the heat, you know, heat rises. And so one of my favorite places to be in my house is my bedroom. I would show you guys, but you've probably seen it. It's like my favorite place to be. My bed is so comfy. Um, it's just so wonderful and amazing and inviting, but it gets hot up in here because heat rises. And so I'll be sweltering, getting ready for work. My edges will like recoil, like it'll go back to the way it was. Like, what are we doing? So I have to keep a window open just to like, let it out. Well, this particular morning, um, I was getting ready and I heard glass shattering. I was like, oh, oh, what's happening? You know, because the nosy in me wants to be aware. Now, I don't want to intervene. I just want to be aware. How many of you are, are part of the aware program, the awareness program? I just want to be aware. Um, so I looked and my neighbor, one of my neighbors across the street had shattered a box full of glass things. And immediately I felt for him like, yeesh, yeesh. I saw that he was ready for work. He leaves super early all the time. I told y'all I was part of the awareness committee, so don't judge me. He leaves for work super early, about three of my neighbors that do. And the reason why I know this is because I'm up at 4 a.m. all the time and I do like to have my um, blinds open because the moon shines so bright directly in. And um, even though some people might be afraid of the dark, I love when night illuminates my bedroom. It's really pretty. The Lord and I have some really amazing conversations. So this is how I know when people get up. <laughs> this is how I know. I'm not as much of a creeper as I know that sounds like, but it, you guys get it. So I know that he is frustrated because when you're already maybe running late or you cut it real close, and he was running late this morning, when you the unexpected, you don't want it. Um, but I want to give a different perspective for my 17 seconds of gratitude. What I've learned about the unexpected is you're always being saved from something and it's always to your benefit. Um, often happens when I can't find my keys um, and I'll be raring to go. And I remember like it was like at least five years back. I learned to release stress from my day every part of what I cannot control and then utilize Holy Spirit. And this also plays into what I'm going to talk about today. I'm so excited to talk about my best friend. Um, but what I learned to do is, is just to say, I will find it at the right time. It will make itself known. Thank you. 
for helping me locate my keys. And I also began to thank um, the divine for the accident I was missing or um, me rushing, um, not endangering other people with my driving. Thanks for looking out for me. Thank you for the people I will meet. Maybe you wanted me to run late today. I appreciate you. And every time that I've done that, I find what I need when I need to find it at the perfect time, right? So I said all that because I witnessed that this particular morning is that he had to like sweep it up. But you guys, you guys, when he was sweeping it up, it made the most beautiful sound. It sounded like wind chimes and I got to enjoy it. And I'm not sure what, if he was enjoying it, but it was great. I give thanks for the times where, ooh, Kim, this morning I give thanks for the times where I made a huge mess and the mess was inconvenient and made me feel bad and I I wish I hadn't done it. The mistakes that just were so embarrassing. I give thanks for these because the cleanup process was beautiful. And people all over the world have gotten to enjoy the message of my mess, the message of my cleanup, the beautiful sound of my life being put back together. I'm just really grateful that what I thought was just a horrific, uncontainable mess was really beautiful in the cleaning. And as always, this is way more than 17 seconds, but I'm not even into my topic and it has blessed me tremendously. And I pray it blesses you as well. We are talking about today. The friend is the formula. Um, this is based off of John 14 and 26. And I'm going to touch on John 15 um, and, and connect those two. I mentioned that um, I engage with Holy Spirit when something is lost. The reason being, and you can look up the address, like literally you can type it in my good friend Google, my good sis Google, and um, she will pull that receipt out for you. And it's like in that same hour, the Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. And so growing up, I thought of Holy Spirit like as a ghost. Like, let's be honest, like, let's be honest, I'm super afraid of that kind of talk. Um, the only friendly ghost I heard about was Casper. And so if you're not showing up like Casper, the friendly ghost, I'm not trying to hear you. So I was often like afraid. And a lot of times when people lacked understanding, they would blame their actions on Holy Spirit. Um, and they would say the Holy ghost, which is why I call him Holy Spirit because he's, he's not a ghost. Um, they would blame their actions on Holy Spirit. And it was just this big joke to me growing up. It, it really was. I would make fun of people as a child, like, oh, that's Holy Spirit because you look ridiculous right now. Um, and I just kind of disengaged, right? Um, 
And then when I was reading this wonderful book, um, Walk of the Spirit, Way of Power, I really began to understand just how much of a friend Holy Spirit had been to me over the years. Um, for those of you who are just new to the um, podcast, um, there have been tons of times where my life has been saved by by Holy Spirit without me engaging him. Um there was a time I was in Indonesia and Holy Spirit like saved me from being raped a second time by giving me a tip to purchase something that would, I, I don't want to talk cryptic. Um, so again, um, I would like to give trigger warning and a disclaimer, although I already put it out there. So I apologize if it's ruined your day. Um, skip to another episode, right? I'm sorry. Um, I really truly am. I don't mean to be dismissive with that. I'm trying to like really be um, cognizant of when I'm speaking about something that could be a trigger because I don't want to set anyone off um, until you're able to process your story, you know, so please accept my sincere apologies. Um, And I had already been sexually assaulted um, while I was over in Indonesia. I lived there for a year, so I am Bahasa. The person who had assault, sexually assaulted me wanted to pass me off to somebody else. Um, the reason why they were able to do so is I was super young, 19, and I, my passport, my visa had expired. So um, it was either be sexually assaulted once and get a plane ticket home or be sexually assaulted multiple times on the way home, if you get what I'm saying. I did not know about the American embassy. So I didn't know about all the things. Anywho, as we're going into the hotel, um, I'm just like praying like, Lord, if you want me to believe in you, you will save me from this. And I heard, grab some tampons because they're Muslim and they won't touch you. So I stopped in the store, asked them to purchase some tampons and they were like yeah right I don't believe you um I didn't say anything in response I went to my hotel room and cowered in the corner of the bathroom just hoping and praying that they would not knock on my door because this is the same person that was purchasing my ticket and taking me to the airport um holy spirit my friend stayed with me the entire time like there was a calm and I really like when that person knocked on the door and came in the tip that I was given was the reason why they left me alone I was 19 grew up Christian my whole life I did not know about any other religion and if it was any religion they were the devil so I did not know about Islam so there's that. I still, after that, did not really engage, didn't really pray, didn't really do anything like that. There were some other situations that happened in Indonesia, um, one of them being where I had decided that I was going to end my life, and I stepped out on the ledge and um, took a step, but my feet never touched the ground. Um, I'm, I'm really struggling not to be emotional in this episode because like when I think about the friend, that is the formula 
even when I did not realize, wasn't aware that Holy Spirit was at play, he was always doing his job. John 14, 26, Jesus says, like, I'm going to ask the Father to send the friend. I'm going to request that the Father send you the friend so that you will remember every word and every promise that I've said to you. And this friend will like illuminate the truth and be with you and endow you with power. Oftentimes, when we're talking about these things like law of attraction and, you know, meditation, you will hear people talk about um, spirit guides and um there's always been Holy Spirit depicted in every facet of, of culture, right? Of society. Think about Pinocchio. Who's his conscience? Jiminy Cricket. That's Holy Spirit. Think about Hercules. He hangs on the journey. He's always, he has a companion. Every story, the hero has a companion. Whew, good stuff. And oftentimes, like we, it's very common to ignore what has always been there. So you are the hero, the protagonist in your story, and you have a guide on your journey. Most people acknowledge Holy Spirit without saying Holy Spirit. They call it my conscience or I discern something or just something didn't sit right. That literally is the promise in John 14 of the comforter that will come and that will lead you and guide you into all truth. I will not leave you comfortless. The definition of comfort is not just to feel good and to be satiated. Look up the definition of comfort. There's a comfort in knowing there's knowledge that is given through Holy Spirit that allows us to be super powerful, that allows us to engage at our core. It's the indwelling Holy Spirit. So in order to activate Holy Spirit, you have to really embrace the fact that you and the divine are one. He's not some entity sitting outside of you that comes to possess your body. Like that, it, it this ain't that. Does it make you convulse or seize or look crazy? You have your eyes rolling in the back of your head. It doesn't like he doesn't do that. That's that's we've we've done a number. You know what I mean? I always say to people, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with the divine. We just do his PR and that's the problem. So it's not like some out of body experience. Oh, it can be a beautiful ascension, but you're not having your body taken over by the, you know, the, what do you call them? The, um, oh my God, the body snatchers, right? Invasion of the body snatchers. This, this ain't that. Uh, Holy Spirit, once you embrace who you are and your inheritance and like the divine that you are one, there is this power that is activated in you. And I've talked about life in ketosis um, and spiritual ketosis, right? Having the Holy Spirit allows you to do things in record timing, see things, hear things, um, really look into people's lives. And when I engage, when we engage with the friend, we understand that the businesses that we are running are not our business. They're the business that it's the business that belongs to the divine and we are to be good stewards over it. We seek 
him in all things like Romans 12 talks about. And I love the message version. Give God your ordinary day-to-day mundane routine life and watch it be enhanced. Like run all of your decisions by him because what you're doing is asking Holy Spirit, what is the will of the father concerning my life? And the Bible says, the word says that the Holy Spirit has access to the deep things of God. Yes, even the deep caverns of the Lord's heart. Can you even imagine Imagine what that even looks like? Of course, you'll get the answer. So I want to share with you guys just a couple of um, stories where I have sought out the friend and have been given the formula. The friend is the formula. You get blueprints to how to better your relationships, how to better your life, how to better your business, what strategies um, to create, um, what ads to run. Um, It's just the gambit of everything, what clothes to wear. Um, So I remember I wanted to become more organized. For those of you who don't know, I really struggle with ADD, ADHD. And it's not medicated. So um, I was really like, I'm not feeling productive and feeling bad when I couldn't get my list of things done. So I remember in prayer, I was just like, man, show me how to do this. Um, Because I was really feeling bad. And what Holy Spirit did for me was show me how he wanted to be a part of all the things that I do. So he showed me the more most efficient way to brush my teeth. And actually something to use to, to brighten them, right? Um, showed me like the timing of it, what to pray, what to wear, how to do my hair, how to wear my makeup. Like that day belonged to Holy Spirit and instructed me in all my ways. And I remember at the end of it, I was like, oh my gosh, when I tell you I got done in record timing, in record timing with time to spare. And he was just like, I want to be a part of your world. Like every part, nothing is stupid to us. No request is stupid to us. You don't have to do it on your own. It was never set up for you to do it on your own. And that's the thing. We strive when we should just be abiding. Strife is not an outcome of being with the divine. It is God that does the work. Literally, he does the heavy lifting. We just have to be open to it. And so I remember when I was really struggling with how to get my coaching business up, like, and, and when I'm, str- when I mean struggling, I mean, I was really suffering from imposter syndrome because I'm like, who is going to listen to me? Who's going to like, are they really going to come? Like what, what I, I know, I know what I'm talking about and how is this going to happen? And I remember taking this, um, class on rest and it was what I needed when I needed it. And I remember Holy Spirit being like, activate the God force within you. Because if I be lifted up, I will draw. I will do the drawing. I will draw all men unto me. Who's the me? Me, Kim, Kimberly. It's God that does the drawing. And it's the glory that is revealed and so that he can be praised. But in that, in that equation, we are lifted up. We are exalted as well. Why? Because we are gods. We are. We are. We are him. That's John 15. So when John 15 says remain in me, really means remain in the promise of friendship. Remain in my spirit. That's my love. And by always engaging Holy Spirit, you will stay attached to me. 
by allowing my spirit to flow, you will stay attached to me. And I understand there's some theology and some knowledge that is needed as to, okay, Kim, you're talking about, I've heard you talk about Jesus. I've heard you talk about God. I've heard you talk about Holy Spirit. Listen, you've also heard me say the Godhead, you know, they're one, they're not three separate entities. And listen, if this is against what you believe, you know, you're powerful to disagree, right? You know, you are right. Who has two thumbs and is powerful to disagree is you. And I need you to argue with your mama and not me. All right, maybe I'll do an episode on that breakdown, but mainly I save that for my ministry logic and really breaking down like how the the Godhead is like an apple and less than three pillars. But, you know, um, that's a different topic for a different day. But I just want to acknowledge the fact that there may be a little confusion. And if you would like more information on that, totally info at KimberlyFinn.com. Hit me up or all social media platforms, you know, you can hit me up. So, um, there's that I gave Holy spirit my day and he made me more time efficient, like more time rich. Um, but also in taking that series of rest, um, about rest and learning about the rest of the Lord and what it looks like to be more productive when, when your faith is increased, that was through my friend, Holy spirit. The most important thing that I've really learned in being in this friendship, that is the formula is the fact that. I'm loved. Like the revelations that I receive is through the spirit. The way I'm able to break the word down, to see things, to read things, um, to really go into the depths of things. I mean, Holy Spirit has led me to such knowledge, books I would have never read, people I would have never known. And it's all that I ask, hey, what is it that you want me to learn? I really want to be closer to the divine. I really want to work miracles. I really want to see tons of people living their best life. How do we do this? And then there's a barrage of books. And some of those books, I will purchase them and it'll be like two years before I open it up. But when I open it up, it's the right time. Um, this is also what Holy Spirit does as a friend because he knows how much I want to like impact people's lives. So there's one night, um, Sunday nights are like really the best nights for me, honestly. And I was sitting there, I was watching a good show, y'all, a really good show. And I felt the need to like, I felt this extreme sadness. And I thought like it was me because I had felt that way earlier on in the day about a certain point of my life. And I thought I had, we had worked through that, but it was like, I felt this extreme sadness and the Lord was like, come and pray with us went into my room, shut the door and began to pray really like really, really, really pray and, um, like go in and the phone rang and I, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm going to keep praying. And Holy Spirit was like, no, call them back. The person that was on the line was someone I had had a dream about maybe a month prior and I knew I'd be doing ministry with them. But the, the caveat is like, they, they really hated my guts at a time. So when I, when I saw that dream, I was like, I, I bust out laughing. And I said, whatever the will of the Lord is, let it be done. And that's the person who called and called them back. They were just about to end their life. And I was the only one they could think of. And the Lord ministered to them through me. And they're doing well now. But that's Holy Spirit. That That's Holy Spirit. I have another one for you. And it's pretty super dope. Um, and I just forgot about it. So maybe it's just like not something I should 
talk about. Maybe that that story doesn't need to be talked about. But I will say this, like any time that I've ever needed anything, Holy Spirit tells me the client to call. I'm the person to reach out to to get what I um, desire. Even when I ask, where is my money in this day? He leads me. And when I ask, what do you want me to teach the people today? He leads me. Strategies and blueprint on businesses, what to create, even the branding, rebranding. He leads me. This has been such an amazing friendship. The, the biggest thing I get, I, again, I will say, is the love that I have found for myself that the Lord has for me. Like the, the way I've learned to love myself because of the illumination of truth. And I want to just sum, summarize it like this. There is, there are the things that we create on our own and they're so good because we're, we're made from the best, right? We are a product of the divine. And then there are the things that we create because we are operating in the friendship, a great friendship with Holy Spirit and the spirit of the Lord is what guides us, right? It, It really is like in this, this is the dispensation of Holy Spirit, right? We, we have the ability to operate in such power. We don't really activate it because we won't see Holy Spirit as a friend that he was always meant to be. I don't do anything on my own. Why? Because I want the best product. I want the super product. I want the best life. I want a super life. And that's life in the spirit. So the friendship is the formula. The friend is the formula. How I get every blueprint, how I've gained every ounce of my success, like even where to go, what to do, what to say, what to wear, what to create. It's my friend. And so I want to give you a shout out today, Holy Spirit. You have been such an amazing friend. You have been such an amazing friend. I have so many stories, so many stories of times where you've brought me peace and comfort when I thought about checking out of this world. And I'm not yucking on anybody else's story. I'm not arguing or debating anybody else's experience. But you saved my very life. And also what I love about you is you keep every secret. And through your teaching, you've made me so much better. And I would that for you all. By now, you already know I'm weird and I'm okay with that. And again, if you ask me what my secret sauce is, it's my relationship with the divine, with the Godhead. And I I will never be ashamed of it. But I would that you would all have this kind of comfort. And so if you're running a business and you're wondering why the people aren't coming, ask the friend. Ask the friend. If you're looking to create content and you're just not inspired and you don't know what to do, ask the friend. Ask the friend. And if you're looking to change your life and you've done, you've tried before, you've tried it your way and you have no idea where to start, ask the friend. Ask the friend and have faith and believe that your highest good is at play and everything you need to know, everything you need to do, You will know it and do it in perfect timing. I'm Kimberly Fitton. It's been my joy. You know, if you would like to um, 
trade in on the word you can do that cash app dollar sign capital k kimberly capital f fitting there's venmo there's paypal there's all the things i just want y'all to be great have an amazing day